When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. back episode 56 this is the oprah rose show i'm tt i'm Gigi, and again it's episode 56 we were just talking about how we can't believe it's been this many episodes i cannot and uh to kick off this episode we have some new new shit for y'all i am a little fucked up so bear with me everyone (laughs) i'm just gonna like lay down that preface and that's a disclaimer because i'm always the fucked up one but i'm still gonna hold it together because i'm a leo i'm gonna try at least (laughs) and not get emo um again episode 56 so a lot of you guys have been reaching out to us on social media and you've been emailing about a meet and greet or a party or something. And we didn't want to just do like a traditional, you know, like a just like come out and hang and drink. And we thought about doing something that was like near and dear to our hearts. So Tuesday, boom, August boom, boom. 8th, we're Say doing it again. a twerk. Tuesday, motherfucking Tuesday, August 8th, we're doing a twerk aerobic session. It is so much fun. Like it is a class that um I have taken a few times over. Uh and you when you think twerk, even if you cannot twerk, you can still come out. It is literally a workout class. Like fuck the twerking. I, I have actually become a better twerker going to this class. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they, but they, but but when I say that it's like I work out with my trainer and I would go to the class and I would literally like sweat and I would be like winded. I would be mad fucking winded and I was tired as fuck. Like it's a workout. It's a real it's a workout. workout. It's a workout. So again, Tuesday, August eighth. Wait, which what, what day did you say? Tuesday. August yeah, that's 8th. right. That's yep. right. That's right. So, I told you Tuesday, August eighth. The cost is fifteen dollars, mm-hmm. and we having drinks and shit after. Of course, it would yeah. only be right. It's right. the Oprah Rolls show. We're just going to drink the calories right back on. But it's all good, though, because, you know. But it's Life is about balance. So email us at theoprahrolleshow at gmail.com. T-H-E-O-P-R-A-H-S-H-O-W. I forgot it, but the, <laughs> y'all know how to spell the motherfucking the Oprah Roll Show at gmail.com. So sign up for the class. We do have a limited slot. So please, if you are interested, if you are in the New York area, if you are in the DMV, if you are in a surrounding area, please sign up. Let us know that you want to attend. And um, we'll it's going to be space. a fun time, you know, per usual. It's going to be shits and giggles. We're always with the shits. Um, yeah. See y'all Even there. Or not. And we'll see you there. Tuesday, August 8th. Of Guys, course. oh my God. So I again, because you know, we we have taken the class, um, we know that like it is. It, they were featured on the New York Post. Um, it is at Ripley Greer Studios. Um, guys take the class. Like straight guys take. There's okay, a, it's, so they it's don't. It's led by a guy. Gig, it's led by a guy. Um, but it's really, really a fun time. Like if you're just looking, you know, you want to get like, you know, you want to just sweat and you want to have fun with friends. Boom, boom, boom. So again, back to our normal program. Like subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend about our twerk aerobics class, twerk aerobics class on and Tuesday, the August 8th, <laughs> and the Oprah Roll Show. Follow, 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 like, like, like. Tell All right. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. So, so tonight. Episode 56, we have a special guest. Um, this was one of our first subscribers, one of my really, really close friends, uh, someone who's near and dear, Mr. James I was almost about to say your whole name, but I'm like, you go by this alias and um, kid, kid playboy. I call you James. Um, go ahead. Say something about yourself. Hello. Thank you for having me on this illustrious podcast. Uh, Are you sick uh, or not? Sorry. <laughs> boy, you got jokes. Uh, given name is James. Uh, most people call me KP, which is short for kid playboy. 
And uh, I hailed from Brooklyn, made the trek all the way up to Harlem. Just we thank you. Thank you. Hey, I'm, I'm here for y'all. Appreciate it. And we have to we have to note that um, he came. This is our first guest that came bearing gifts. Um, he came with some like these crazy drinks and cocktails. What what was in those drinks? So there was a white peach and strawberry reduction with basil Hayden bourbon, a little splash of rum, and then topped off with a peach cider. And I mean, so wait, so how do you know so much about drinks? Because let's get to like. Talk your shit. What 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 is your shit like? Get into your shit. Well, uh, once again from Brooklyn, I'm currently a part owner of two bars. One Names. Is, one is Washington Commons, <laughs> located in Prospect Heights. Google that address. And no, 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 no. What is oh, the address? Full description: Seven Forty Eight <laughs> yeah. Washington yeah. Avenue, between Park Place and Sterling. It's right near the Brooklyn Museum. So if you ever turn it up at first Saturday, come down to see me after you're done. The other bar is my newest venture. It is called The Armory and is located at 67 4th Avenue between Bergen and St. Mark's, right near the Barclays. So next time you had a Kendrick show. Thank you. We need, we need specifics. Like, we, I literally, the other day, was around Barclays. Like, oh, my God, there's nothing to eat around here. I should have came to your bar. You should I have. had like nasty ass mac and cheese and chicken nuggets in the Barclays, but I digress. But <laughs> yeah, the bar totally coming to your the the food is disgusting. So James was when we were we were actually referencing this on. Um, I think it was maybe like two or three episodes ago, and um, we had a conversation at a bar. Um, and we were yeah, and we were having a con- no. We not promoting other bars. We only promoting <laughs> James. You, what's the two names? Well, what's the two names? Washington Commons. <laughs> and no, it don't matter. Washington. The only thing we talk about on episode fifty six <laughs> is Washington Commons and the Armory. So we were having. He was actually one of the people that we were talking to, and the guy that like came up to us, or not even came up, but was like listening in the same area or vicinity as us. Um, and James has so many interesting points beyond being the entrepreneur beyond this entrepreneurial I can't even talk because again I'm drunk um spirit that he has of all these bars um and that's why we invited you on the show because it was like oh my god like can you come on and just speak James on gems James James on on gems so James what is your like current situation right now as far as your relationships you know what the fuck we talk about on overall podcast you gotta be very transparent i love that you, you, you know niggas you gotta be super duper specific like exactly. what, what are we what yeah what uh currently single recently out of a relationship um not necessarily looking at the moment just kind of seeing what comes to me because i find you know sort of like looking for your keys right you're like yo what the hell are my keys they be right in your pocket so I'm not. You know to- what? So though? let thing. me say this though, James, because we friends in real life. So yes, but you're like one of those people. You were like the creme de la creme of when you get a nigga and what you want your nigga to do, like on social media when y'all are together. Like James will write the most sweetest like captions and the best pictures about his shorty. Shorty, and you know, like half of the time you be with a nigga or y'all be kicking it and he don't post you and it's all like real discreet or he'll post a picture and then he just like nothing oh. dot 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 or like oh. an emoji of some sort. So we're gonna go back to that. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, that was like, you know, it, it was really lovely. Like, was that? I mean, so wait, I so hold on. So do you you post genuine, you post pictures of your the current thing or not a thing, the, but your current situation of whomever you're dealing with? Uh, and my last relationship, I did because. It wait, was, and what is your what is your Twitter handle, Instagram handle? Everything is at Kid Playboy. Okay, keep going. So you post so. Kid Playboy. Yes. Um, so that's where we can find you. So you put, po- because I'm a, I'm a recent follow. So, and I haven't, I see a lot of food, you know, that yes. kind of like coincides with, you know, your, your Instagram stories that coincide with like the restaurant and everything. So I haven't seen like shorty pictures. So at what point do you think it's like, well, they're not, not together anymore. This was his ex girlfriend. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So that's what so I was saying. Up, he update was. Update on the current status, single. <laughs> So, um, you know, we like to pick questions. Um, switching. Yes. <laughs> right. Like, completely. <laughs> completely. 
completely switching gears. So James is single, ready to mingle. But so, yeah, he was, ladies, a, he was a great shoot your shot on Instagram. Shoot your shot. Wait, and I just want to say a quick note about shooting your shot. So I will never shoot my shot again. Um, again, because you know my baby father, Nas. So I got a little bit more intel. <laughs> what happened? Wait, you got to... I have a weekly Nas Wait, update. but did you give the backstory? Of what? So you didn't talk about Nas on the show before. I did. No, did? I did. You I did. did. Okay. I did. Right. Yep. No, I did. Y'all know I smoke a lot of weed. So, so um. <laughs> it's okay. That's why we here. We here. We here. Right. So y- y'all know if you listen, you know, weekly, I- I'm obsessed with Nas. And so more updates. Um, you know, I shot my shot uh, in his DMs on Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And then I've... Uh, so we also have another, sorry, to segue a little bit. We also have another friend to the show, uh, Jimmy Fallon is her name. So you, if you hear her, that's who that is. But um, back to the story. Um, basically, a friend of my, a mutual friend of ours was just like, he's like, he got to like, he can't see you. Like, if he just like, it's just like, oh, who's that? Like, you almost like. it's like, I call it like press. Like press has to discover things. Like some people Mm -hmm. have to discover things on their own. So they feel like they own it. And like, they were the ones that discovered it. And they're the ones that are going to like, just like fuck with it. Cause if someone tells you something, it's like, Oh, I'm not going to listen. But if you discover it on your own, you're going to fuck with it. Yeah. So apparently that's how Nas is. Wait, why the fuck am I telling y'all my secrets and my gems so other bitches can get my man? <laughs> I just realized that. I, I realized that. But basically, but you know what? I'm just trying to spread the wealth. Ladies, apparently, you know, Nas, you just got to, he just got to find you in the room. In a room, and he can't, you can't like go up to him. So anywho, James. Yes. You know how we like to pick our questions. I do. Um, uh, we got to pull the question. Long time listener. Okay, so First we, unfortunately, okay. you know, T.T. Ruffles been fucking up lately and don't have the bag of questions. But we got questions. It's an envelope. Oh. It's an envelope of questions. You know, you fucking, you adapt. So, what are your questions? What are my questions? Yes. Oh, oh. No, nobody, nobody told me this is going down. Sorry, y'all. Uh, what is our producer doing? <laughs> what is, like, I, I, the fuck is he here for? <laughs> He's ruffling the I questions. I love you, Dee Ruffling the okay, questions. Okay, so James is ruffling his questions. I got to pick both at once. So I could so, um, some of them may, may be double-sided. Yeah. Just pick. You know, it, it's Oprah Roll show on the fly. Oh, wow. Okay. Have you ever said someone else's name during sex? That is going to be a no for me because I am uh, not a talker. You're not a talker uh, at all. I never know what to say. True. Ah. I don't really know what to say. You got to. I'm the and show. Fa- uh, Jimmy Fallon is over here in agreement. I mean, when you're. What do you mean you don't know what Jimmy, to say? Jimmy, just yell. The mic will pick it up. When you're in that moment, I feel like it should just be more so passionate sounds, not necessarily some sort of narrative or. You know, if I'm if, when I'm doing my thing, I'm only thinking about one thing, and the damn show ain't gonna be no script. Hold on, so, at Kid Playboy, I, I ain't yes. nobody saying no damn script, but you don't say anything during sex, like, but be, yeah, like you you beyond like words moans dimin- and hums. Jimmy said Wait. words diminish the moment. I don't know that. I, sometimes the words intensify the moment. Fuck I don't that. I, I need to hear my motherfucking that. pussy is good. So I'm I like, like, I need no. I need to good. hear that. I need words of affirmation. Again, we've established that. Like, I need words. <laughs> See, <laughs> just like I'm gonna tell you, your dick is good. Well, that would be great to hear. Um, if, if 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 good child pending, you know. <laughs> nah, they they gotta slide into the DMs to find out about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Listen, nah, if you ain't heard you. it at Kid Playboy, I don't know. It's like I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I promise y'all, I didn't pay them. So what do you think about? You said you're not going by scripting. Your mind is on only on one thing. Do you? I know some people like I, what I've heard like from men that they'll think about something else so that they don't uh, come Fly fast too quickly. Yeah. Um, nah, because for me personally, I feel like if we're engaging in something, it should be symbiotic. So even if I get mine too soon, we're going to figure out a way for you to get yours. Mm, so are you one of those, like, I don't have to come, but you, but you have to come people? Yes. Life is about priorities. I don't priorities. believe that. 
I, I, I believe in reciprocity and I just like, I feel like my vagina is super duper whack if you don't come. I agree. And I had to go through the, oh, bitch, I didn't even tell you. Oh my God. You know, I don't be spilling my guts. So, so. Spill them because you, this is rare form. So I'm just here this for it. This is super duper rare form. And, um, you know, like the, the, the person that I'm talking to, um, that does not live here. And I, I can see. And the person, but like you know, and the the sex is like phenomenal. The imported D, that's the imported D. Yes, I love that. But like, I was he didn't come, and I was like, you make me feel super duper whack. Did he? Did he never come, or just in one? He was like, I can't come when the light, when the daylight, when it's daylight, and I'm like, yeah, it is 12 p.m. But nonetheless. Yeah, that, 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 that sounds a little convoluted that's, right that's there. That's real convoluted. What? He can't come in the daylight. Did he strap up? Yeah. Like, was there a rubber involved? Like, cause, I mean, not to be, not to dig too deep, but. Yeah, but bitch, but I tell all them details. But I mean, no. The reason for the inquiry is because, you know, some men or, you know, whatever, if they're used to, like, relationship sex where, where there's no, you know, plastic bag on a dick, they have to readjust <laughs> to do. having protected sex. Thank you for the oh agreement, Jay. I have to go to the bathroom because, again, I don't, you know, I'm, I, I, I don't be swelling my gut, so I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I'm red and I'm dark. I'm so confused. I'm hot. <laughs> no, but like I did, and I felt a way, and I told, like, I, I mean, to this day we talk about it, and I'm like, yo, I really, really feel a way that like you did not come. So how what? How many times had y'all had sex prior to this? Well, okay, there was, was only like twice. It was okay. okay. So, like James, man's perspective. Okay. Yeah. We what do you do when someone doesn't come? Because, like, I mean, I got some bomb ass pussy from what I've heard, and from I what I've heard too. <laughs> uh, if I'm with somebody that can achieve their climax, no, 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 you can't. Not somebody else. Cannot. I did. Oh no, if, I did. You can't. Right. So, all right. There's multiple schools of thought on this, but one, which my dad taught me when I was younger, he was like, yo, it don't always got to be about you. Make sure you take care of her. Make sure she gets yours, gets her sorry. And then it'll kind of make her go crazy. Apparently, you're going crazy in a different direction. <laughs> but, <laughs> Not in with, a different direction. I mean, yes. Be, but it's like, driving like, you crazy that you like, feel like, you know, uh, excuse my language, your pussy's whack if the dude doesn't come. But that's not always the case. Again, to allude towards Janae's point, or G to go by G on the show. It's, it's all okay. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm all like, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I'm speaking you, you do have, like, there's different levels of intimacy. If it's just a chick that I randomly meet. It wasn't no I, damn random. It's like, <laughs> let me finish. Um, I'm sorry, baby, finish. This is what we're getting to, making the man finish. Um, uh, uh, oh, my God, this is why he didn't come. I talk too much. See? You should have had my question. Um, but not. Nah, uh, it's different levels of intimacy. So you have certain little fly-by-night types that, you know, you approach it with the mentality of, I'm just here to get off, and that's it. Then you have other people that, you know, you might be a little more interested in and you want to explore one another's bodies and get to know one another. And sometimes it takes time. Then you have other people that you really want to impress. So I'm thinking he might be the third option, whereas he either really wants to impress you or, again, if he has his weird idiosyncrasies about daylight and not being able to come, which I've never heard He before. wanted to uh, impress me. That's I'm all what like, I, I feel you like that, I'm too. I'm all like, he wanted, just like how we want to impress people on August 8th when we do the twerk aerobics class. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes men will go into, like, a, a space, like a mental space mm-hmm. of where, like, it's this, like you said, wanting to impress. So yeah, I'm trying to wear it out. So you don't even think about <laughs> coming. It's just you do, but sometimes you have like that intrinsic thing where you like, yo, I can hold off. I can hold off. I can hold off, and she gonna see what I'm working with. And- no, but honestly, like I, as bad as I felt, I didn't feel bad because we have a really real. We're 
where it's a very it's the most like honest oddly though I'm, I'm i've always as fucked up situations as i've been in um they've been very honest okay and and our thing is very honest and but it doesn't come from like my other things that have been honest have been honest from still like a place of deceit if you will mm. and um this is just very like honest but like it's okay and when i say okay it's not like anyone else is involved or gonna get hurt or that kind of thing so it's like it's oh it's 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 literally okay so i at the same time like i don't feel bad because like that you didn't come because it's i know it's like more than than that if you will i mean honestly if the dude is still being around you and as long as you don't feel devalued oh yeah we no, oh my God, right. no! We, like we literally like. Also, again, you gotta learn people. Like, if he's you know, saying like, he can't come at noon, he can't come at noon. Like, <laughs> some people don't like the afternoon. I can't. Like, gotta I gotta run that. Oh my God, we James, gotta try that shit James, again. James, next Fuck question. That. I cannot. At uh, kid yes. play boy. Here we go. <laughs> hey, young Cardi, young Cardi. Hey, young Cardi. New York, I'm Millie Rock. How to end my spot? Let's see what we get. All right. I hope it's an Oprah question. I don't think Oprah would ever say this shit. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. But it definitely falls in line with what we were just speaking about. So, question number two. If you could have only one type of sex for the rest of your life, what would it be? One type of sex? sex. What does Mm. that mean? Uh, That's a good question. If I could only have one type of sex for the rest of my life, I can definitively say it would have to be with somebody I consider a best friend and somebody that I knew every time that we laid down with one another, the rest of the world didn't matter. Are you a cancer? Oh, my God, right? (laughs) She said it's a cancer. That's not the type of... Damn. Wait, hold up. Come on, cancers. Wait, right, right, no shade. No, Aries. Aries. But you know everybody. How Aries. the fuck did you make a, a amber question with a oh, take a yes? I, I love it because you know I'm like I'm like and you listen, gave us an open. Tt is here for it. You know I'm here for it. I mean, you guys. Uh, what I love about this podcast, I should say, is the duality that you guys have. So I feel like these questions keep things very well balanced because that could have went in any direction, but to me. I just spoke on what the question spoke to me. Oh, come on, speak to what the question speaks to you. I, you don't gotta explain it. That was real sweet. I mean, that was. I mean, what other type of sex do you want to have for the rest of your life? Like, you, we all gonna get old. Hopefully, we all gonna get old, and I ain't trying to be there. Like, hey, girl, you don't get this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because it's also already bad, and I'm only (laughs) thirty (laughs) one. But to your point, like, I can't. I don't. I can't. I mean, like, I can't remember the last time I had like sex with someone super duper new, and like, and I don't know. Not to say that it, it's not going to happen, but, like, I feel like it is more meaningful when it is someone that you definitely, like, know and you're involved with. And, like, you said, that's your best friend. Like, I always say, like, I just want to marry my best friend. That's it. At the end of the Same. day. That's it. That's it. Well, I kind of think that uh, that comes with maturity, for one. Like, being able to say that is one thing. Being able to self-actualize it is a completely different thing. Absolutely. I... Recently told someone who I've known for many years that I've been dating that I'm not ready to be with one person. Mm -hmm. And then I also realized when I said that, you know, how hurtful that could have been. Mm hmm. But, but do it. But absolutely. But, but the truth hurts. The truth. Yeah, live your truth hurts. You know, but you know, you'd rather say, right. you would rather say that you did that and then not because. She can never say a lot of. Exactly. That's one thing. Exactly. I'm, I'm very what honest. was her response? Then why are you doing any of this? Any of this meaning, why are you... Going on trips to Miami, trips to Montreal, cooking dinners, cooking breakfast. Oh, okay. So this, I get this that, begs though. A, this I... begs a different mm. question. But no, but it, it, it doesn't... It, this begs a different question, and then it doesn't, it doesn't. So it's like, my theory is that just like, just as much as women love like security and when when I say love to be in relationships I don't mean just like being in relationships for the sake of being with them but I think that inherently like all humans like you want someone that you want someone that you can connect with and you want someone that like you vibe with and you you know like you 
Again, you just connect with that you fuck with. Right. So that's yeah. man. And I don't, you could be the hoest of the hoiest. I don't even know if hoiest is a word. But you can just be, made it one. So yeah, yeah, we just made it. Triple you can be that goal. man, but you still want that one or two or whatever persons yeah. that you can like vibe with and fuck right. with. So I. Right. The second half of this statement I'm going to make. What I realized was, you know, after I told her that, I realized the power of my words. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of times people say certain things and they don't really necessarily see the impact that it may have on somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. So, boom, weeks go by, maybe about a month or so, and I'm really thinking about what I said and then her reaction and her response. And then I had an epiphany where I realized I know that I don't want to be with one person, but that's why the person that you are going to be with should be more than just one person to you. They should be your best friend. They should be your mm. lover. They should be a confidant. So, but so, how did you answer her question? Why are you do? Why are you doing all of that? To be completely honest, I don't know. I think I'm afraid of losing her as a friend more than anything else. Do you feel like the trips and the cooking and all of those things? I mean, granted. Because I know you and that's just who you are. Mm-hmm. But do you think that that is like misleading at any point? Do you understand where she's coming from? I completely understand where she's coming from. But my whole thing is I don't feel like I'm being, being duplicitous about this at all. If I'm giving you the straightforward truth. Because to me, when you lie to somebody, you remove the option of them having a choice. Yeah. So if I'm telling you straight up what it is and you choose that you want to stick around until I quote unquote get my shit together or open my eyes or figure it out, that's up to you. If she decides to leave as well, I mean, I'd be hurt, but obviously I don't want her to leave right now. But So uh, can I ask you a question? And this is probably more personal than anything. I have this theory that like some certain guys, not all guys, but like it's like this. You don't want to be the bad guy syndrome, mm-hmm. and like you don't want to be the guy that you're like, yo, he fucked me over, and he was wrong. The and, nice nasty, and nigga. he, yeah, not no, not even that, not not even the nice, because the nice nasty nigga doesn't know what he's doing. I feel like I don't know, I don't agree. This, I think I feel, they do. No, I feel like, and then maybe they don't, but they're just also not like self aware. I feel like the nice dude that doesn't. First of all, I feel like most like inherently like, and when I say good men, that that. That's my perception like to someone else it could be like a fuck boy or he could be like whatever um but like any guy that like i feel like if i could be like i fuck with you like you're you're essentially a good guy if you will and so it's like you don't want to be the bad guy and so you don't want to be the one that uh, that has made a woman say that he was super duper wrong and he fucked you over, or maybe you've grown into that, and so you like just do certain things, or you you and and not even say, but you do certain things to make it so that you're not the bad guy when probably inherently you actually are. Like, and I don't know, maybe that is or isn't a thing of like being. You know, of having this idea of this good guy. And I'm just, when you said that, I was like, is that you? Like, is that a thing? Am I making that up in my head? That if, no, one, no one wants to be the bad guy, what per if se. you are a good guy who just is not ready to go by what somebody else's standards should be. If you are being honest with somebody, you're being open with them, and you're treating them well, and they're not necessarily asking you for more, but they're hinting at it, and they have the option to walk out of that door, but they decide to stay. Why should I feel bad about that? Yo, um, so Playboy Cardi, um, <laughs> James Young Cardi. So you kind of like just read my life in like literally five sentences. Um, and again, it's just like we've, we've, I feel like we've had this conversation with like every man on the podcast of like not being open and honest and forthcoming, forthcoming about like what you do or do not want. I'm sorry, um, I did it. almost burnt my eyelashes. I'm trying to light she's it. trying to light a blunt and I cannot. She's in the studio. She's trying to, I'm having, I'm having oh, a whole. Lord, you really like, are. And I just had to make it light because it was getting real deep. It is because I'm having a whole come to Jesus moment. And um, she's trying to light a blunt on her eyelashes right now. (laughs) But that is not, that it is not, everything is greater than us and this and the universe. Right, but let me ask you this as a woman. 
how often are you completely decisive when it comes to your love life? I'm, ne- I'm, I'm a fucking Leo. I don't even know what I want to... I don't know what I want to wear in the morning. Like, I, I am the most indecisive person I know. Like, I have... My mother and my sister have... My entire life have been like, you need to be way more decisive. And that's been for... 10 years I'm, I'm completely indecisive I don't even know If I want a fucking relationship The second I get to that point I'm like Like I said To be like dating someone That I like And like I really really like And to be like oh, I don't know Right so But it's okay Cause uh, I, you know I'm all about equality I'm It's like, okay <laughs> for you to Be you know "Quote unquote stereotypically womanistic and not being able To make up your mind But, but, but my but mind I'm, is made up That I'm not ready to be Somewhere yet but there's somebody that's going on that journey with me. But we have not. But but the but we also have not had the conversation. Like we have not had the conversation. Um, it has not gotten to that point. But it is the only. Like it's the only person I'm dating. But we haven't gotten to that point. So I feel like it's okay. I think he's going to bring it up. Absolutely, he's going to bring it up. But and, and and he don't listen to the show. Thank God. But um, until then, I'm just going to keep just riding with it. Right. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm I, I I'm grateful I'm, for it. So that I was that literally is, trying to segue. What, I'm glad that you said that. You know, I'm the queen of segue. <laughs> That's, well, how do you fuck you think I get out of hard conversations? Uh, hello. Uh I am grateful for that. <laughs> All right. Speaking of grateful. Speaking so, of grateful. Uh, what are you grateful for, James? Uh hmm. At the moment, I'll have to say the power of discernment. Oh, mm, come on, Joe one. Scott. Power of discernment. There it is. Uh, nah, you know, just the ability to be able to judge things well, make the right judgment, because uh, your life will consistently be made up of what you keep around you. That is so, mm. the power of discernment is so motherfucking important. It is. Oh, that's that a gift. just hit my, that literally hit my, like, eh. Gee, what are you, what are you grateful for? That I didn't burn my eyelashes off. I can't. The shit was really I, like I support it that. was heat. <laughs> it was really a lot of heat by my face. <laughs> I cannot. Um, I I today I am grateful for the podcast. Um, you know it is just like our weekly therapy of of talking out all of our shit and um, you know and even when we get the questions in the comments or just whatever it is from people. That we know and that we don't know. Um, it just makes you know. It just makes you feel like you're not alone, and everybody is just trying to figure this shit out called life. And like, right. and sometimes shit, you know, you can be 65 and like you'll never figure it out. And we're just like constantly on this like self journey of figuring things out. And I'm just I'm happy to experience this with you and all of our <laughs> guests. And like, I'm I'm super I'm grateful for Daryl. Like I'm you. just. I'm in a very um, I'm grateful for Fallon Like I'm grateful for Ty That's what PVA Studios Shout out to PVA Studios If you need any Word. studio needs He does production And editing And he shoots And he does all these things And, and it's, it literally takes a village And it's people that we've never known That have like you know, people that we've never known and do know That have helped us out tremendously And I think all those, those very little things um, I'm just very humbled And grateful for them you know, I just life is hard, and this makes it easier. Eh. Word, and come to Turkerobics Tuesday, Tuesday, August eighth. Ah, Thanks, James. Ah, ah, um, James, you watch Insecure? Uh, I do watch Insecure. Did you watch uh, the first episode of the second season? I did. I definitely did. Team Lawrence, Team Issa. Choose uh, wisely. I am going to go with Team Issa because if I have to be honest with myself, there are certain really? things. There's certain things within right. her that I can completely agree with. Um, elaborate on that a little bit, please. Yeah. All right, so, brief synopsis. Spoiler alert. Um, Y'all should have right. seen it. Yeah, shit sorry. <laughs> you get 24 point, hours. Shit. You get 24 um, our, hours. They had a million one screenings in the United the States room. of America. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh. Sorry, sorry, Ty. I appreciate you. Wait a minute. Um, Wait a minute. Um, the our um, friend of the show, Jimmy Fallon. You said you just started watching Insecure. I've been watching the whole thing last night. I oh, but so, so what good, you did? Right? Okay, it was, it was amazing. I could not stop watching it. I'm glad that you finally got on a bus. Um, okay, so uh, James, so you said that there are a lot of things that you can inherently agree with. Yeah. Uh, as, as also, I can identify with a lot of the things that. I mean, both of them are very relatable. They're both of their roles, which is, I feel like, the overall conflict and of why people are so, you either got to be Team Issa or Team Lawrence, you know? 
Because if you, all right, so if you look at it on the surface, they kind of paint Lawrence to be this good guy who's just down on his luck and blah. But you know what? Down on your luck or not, my grandmother always said, I don't like nothing around me that don't work. Word. So she will throw, if her TV don't turn to channel three, she's throwing it out. She's like, nope, I ain't got time for this. <laughs> the TV, so, though? That, that's a whole TV. The whole that's TV. That's hilarious. But, um, you know, I, I say that to say this. I can understand her struggles of like, yo, I'm out here busting my ass trying to make a difference. And I come home and, you know, it seems as though you don't even notice my efforts or even realize the situation that we're in right now. Yeah. So this is driving me yeah. to do something else. Yeah. You know, I don't think that Issa was sitting there and just inherently was like, I'm trying to fuck Daniel. Yeah. I think it got to a point where it became easier for her to accept fucking Daniel because she was fucking tired of Lawrence. Yeah. Which, you know, and I, Which I get how that. Many, like how many of us have been and in yeah, that, that exact that's same right. situation yeah. with her? You super duper sympathize, empathize with I her. also, the reason I can identify with her is, I mean, full disclosure, I'm an adult. I've cheated in a relationship before and it kind of still worked out because I do believe you can only be as forgiving as you are guilty. So... With, with hold on, hold on. Backtrack. You can only be forgiving be as, as you are guilty. As you are Never guilty. heard that. So that means when you say that you are guilty, that means that you accept and you, you need to be as equally forgiving. To, like, did you were you forthcoming it, about your cheating, or did she find out? I found out that she cheated the hard way. Okay. Prior to her knowing about me doing anything. But I mean, you know, she had her inklings that I was. So you both were cheating. Yes. But she cheated first. No. Oh, okay. She got caught first. She got caught first. And then you cheated. No, no, no. I cheated first. She got caught first. But then everything (laughs) came to light. Good God! Wait, that's that's a whole deeper. That's a whole. That's a whole podcast. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's 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 what I'm saying. You can only be as forgiving as you are guilty because her and I both knew that we did wrong. And we got through it. And then when we spoke about it, it was like very cathartic. So but like, do you okay. think, to that point, do you think that if you had not have cheated, could you have still forgiven her? Knowing me, it would have taken a long time and because a lot I, of fucking other women. Yeah, because I think that's <laughs> Lawrence's issue with Insecure is that he's like, granted, I wasn't there. I wasn't probably present emotionally. But I was there and I wasn't cheating on you. I know. Um, that he's like, you know, that's why he can't get over it. Like, right, yeah. I think if he would have cheated or he would have did something else, he probably would have got over it. Right. But in his mind, he feels like he's being. The good stand right, up right, guy. Being, yeah. Because like he's like, I'm there. I'm, I'm there. Just, I didn't cheat. Exactly. That's like it's me enough. Coming here and being like, oh, you know, I, I never beat my wife. You ain't supposed to beat your wife. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you're not right. supposed to cheat either. But you know what? There are other components to a relationship that you have to fulfill. To keep people from <clears throat> garnering other people's interests. And that's why the Lawrence Hive is really, really frustrating to me. Because it's <laughs> like, my nigga, you want praises for shit that you're supposed to already be doing. Like, But you don't want to be called out for the things you aren't ex- doing. Exactly. Now, the other side of that coin is, if we look at Issa, and just like we were speaking about honesty, she could have been forthcoming with yeah, absolutely. the whole, she like, yo, I'm not been. feeling this. Like, when she's telling Molly, I'm breaking up with that nigga tonight. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, you're not. Yeah. She's like, yeah, you're right, I'm not. But, like, you know, if you're feeling that way, communicate it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be nigga. I'm about to break up with you, but it could just be like, yo, I need to understand. Honestly, but and it's like, and it's, it's as fucked up as it is because I'm obviously like Issa Hive, like, but that's one of the most endearing moments of the show to me because it's like we've talked about so many times on the show how we like are not forthcoming about like what you want and just and yeah. you know, and and just like saying like from the get go or saying from the jump like this is what I'm looking for, this is what I want, you know, and we and that's across the board that can be right, work. What, what keeps from, from being that fear, coming and being that fear, anxiety, fear, fear of what though? Um, ego, uh, hump being, you know, but wouldn't just everything. you be losing some of yourself if you're not being true? You are, but I feel like, but but it's so much easier to kind of like essentially diminish your light and just be like, I'm just going to keep going with what I know as opposed to being super duper forthcoming. I've been having, I'm again, bringing it back to not even relationships. I've been trying to have a, a conversation at work for a week and now three days, seven, six, eight, nine, ten. I'm not good with math. 
10 days I have been having and I literally had to send an email at 6.30 tonight and was like hey didn't get to talk to you today but I have to talk to you tomorrow because it's like it's weighing on me now and that's not even anything and that's just and it's a simple ass conversation it's not anything related to anything interpersonal I mean I guess it is interpersonal but it's not like dealing with like someone I'm fucking it's literally about work and it's like Mm -hmm. it's still it's confrontation at the end of the day I think it also is that and I don't and I I personally do not like confrontation at all. So not even that I avoid it at all costs, but like I don't like it. Like I also am just like I like to be peaceful. I don't like to bring like that kind of energy and strife and that kind of shit to a situation. But sometimes it needs to be bought. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes exactly. And my, my situation at work is that I need the clarity. Like we have to have the conversation. So that's yeah. why I had to send that email today because it's like I also can't continue to go. We can't go how we've been going because yeah. it's not working. So I think it's the same thing with the relationships. You don't. No one wants to rock the boat and be the one to like stir the waters, if you will, to say like, "Hey, even if it's just like, yo, I'm not good. I'm unhappy." Where those things you don't learn until sometimes you're like. 35 or whatever right but if you wait till it gets to critical mass and this is why dudes be so confused because but we do it gets bottled up and it's just like the one day that i don't know you either leave the toilet seat up or you drink the last of the juice whatever and it's like oh, i can't <laughs> stay you, you always yeah. be da, 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 da. <laughs> and, and it's like whoa what's what's going on right now like you about but, to throw that bottle of like olive said, oil it, at me? Like, it, yeah, <laughs> but like you said, it gets to critical mass, and then right, and then you're throwing olive oil bottles, and then it's like misconstrued because it's like, why are you blowing off on me, like, or you going off on me about leaving the toilet seat up? And you're like, no, it's 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 bigger than that. It's it's this built up energies yeah. of like all of these things because we don't have these conversations because you're almost like taught to not be confrontational. You're taught yeah. to not. You know, like I said, rock the boat. You're taught to not stir the waters and all these other like idioms and sayings and all these other type of things because you don't want to do that. And like, no, rock that motherfucking boat. And I'm also not saying like, but then the flip side of that is you could also just like fly off at the handle all the times and you could be that person. And it's not about being that. It's about just like, and it's also like picking your battles. So sometimes my battle may not be your battle. Right. And my battle may be mad petty to you, but it's right. my but if, if battle. It's, but if it's somebody that you care about, then you fight those battles together. Even if it's some internal shit you got going on, or even if you come home and you tell me about your work-related stuff, and I might be the tipping point. I might be the one that's the straw that breaks the camel's back mm-hmm. because you got other shit going on. But yeah, I mean, you're not going to yell at your boss because you need that job. Right, but you so might you come home, home and right, and then you vent. Yeah. I mean, you vent in the wrong direction, but at the same time, I truly feel like if you want to be with somebody, you have to be there for them all the time and literally be with them. If you're going through something, we going through something. Talk to me, let me know because at I like I don't want to be the one getting uh, misguided anger. That's hard, and a yeah. lot of it is misguided anger, but that's. To be there at all times, that's a, that's a lot. His thing. This there one are, single. This there are certain Girl. things in life that have nothing to do with nobody else but yourself. But you gotta decide if you want to build a life with somebody. Like they kind of need to know everything on your time. I'm not saying the moment something happens, you need to let them know. But like again, if you come home yelling at me for no reason, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And then you know, it becomes a consistent pattern. We ain't gonna work. I'll tell I you think- that right now. But okay, so no, that's a that's a totally good point because I think I had a really bad day, and then the same dude that I'm talking to, I was like going off, and then the next morning, I literally was just like, "Hey, I was taking, I had a really bad day the night before, and I was taking out on you." And he's like, "Okay, that's why I, I wasn't sure. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. That's why I ignored you." And I was like, mm-hmm. "No, it's fine." But like, this is what. But but again, it takes a lot of time to get to that point. It does. It does. And it so does. it's like I don't disagree. You know, like all parties need to be super duper patient, and you also can't be because if you're like someone that like I don't deal with like people yelling at me. It just if you cuss at me, I go like I'm gonna go off. So as long as you're patient with me, I think you you also just have to find somebody that works with you. To yeah, be honest, also. Yeah, they gotta be compatible. Yeah, because like if you just like someone that like flies off at the handle or like everything and you're mad like negative, we're not gonna work just in general, but. Yeah, I don't think that's the type of person you should be with. Unless, unless, unless you're a glutton for punishment. I, I mean, and if not, <clears throat> you take the motherfucking stress out at 
A-A with the twerk aerobics class with Oprah Rose and you take all your energies out Word, and you just like you just sweat that you know sweat it out sweat it out like a dream song you sweat it out okay so alright like there, there it is you okay, heard it, you heard so it here you, first on Oprah I Rose I love Terrius Nash we definitely know you love him um no. I love the dream so you know we like to end the show with like a challenge oh wait but we're not ending. I was yes. just oh, I was trying to get My to bad. it, but I just My smoked, bad. so I'm delayed. My bad. So I'm yes. So you I'm watch sorry. Insecure. Yes. We watch Power too, right? Yes. Child, I you could have you. There was no one who could have been in the room and told me that Ghost wasn't. <laughs> My motherfucking nigga. Hold like on. Like my we brother have, getting out of jail. Bro. We have like we I have had another, a tear in my eye. We have Jimmy Fallon, who I guess has not seen the show. She is oh, like her eye, her her ears are closed. I'm so sorry. Spoiler alert. That, bitch. Episode, <laughs> episode go in the studio, go in the uh, other room. Episode five of Power. First of all, uh, spoiler alert If you have not listened Then turn it off But still tell a friend To tell a friend And you bet to like Subscribe And like this Motherfucking episode But um, <laughs> I Literally Was like How are they gonna have More material For the rest of the Four Or what Eight I don't can't remember How many episodes Power is But four Or It's ten. ten So five episodes Well how are you gonna have More material For the The continuation Of this show I mean like, Shout but out! It was a come gag. Back. He got to say Tariq. Gag. Right. Tariq needs to die. Tariq nah. must die. Romeo must die. So must Tariq. Oh my God. Tariq gotta die. I fucking hate that little nah. nigga. For, first of all, Courtney Kemp is shout out to her. Highly intelligent, very yeah. black girl magic. Courtney. Right. So you already know she got seasons upon seasons in her, her mind. Head, yeah. But okay, but hold so on. it ain't. Okay. I, I don't. I don't think we have seen. The last action Of power of though Because This is my only thing With this show And that's to cut you off But like How many more Seasons can we go Of Ghost Ghost ain't never Had a fucking good day Ghost can't even Go on vacation <laughs> I had so much anxiety Watching Shut that up. show No, no seriously so Ghost went to Miami With Angela Remember Right And he was trying To kill a bitch He right. he went with Tasha to uh, Away for the weekend And kill fucking Lobos Like he cannot have yeah. a good day. Yeah, How that nigga always season? having a real yeah, bad she's day. Like, at, at, at what point does it become like, all right, this is too motherfucking much? Like, I mean, being a nigga that don't get killed, I kind of think that's a good day. If you doing the killing, yeah, but he like I don't know. In the I would have rather died at this point. His life he, is just so high. His strong. life is so high strong. All right, here's the other thing with Ghost that a lot of people tend to forget because he does come off as like this good dude, and they kind of make him. I don't know the word for the male version of an ingenue. An ingenue is typically basically like a young innocent woman. I'll listen to this notes like what keep going like. <laughs> but they kind of make him out to be that, but it's a double-edged sword because like yeah, you know, one day he's wearing a suit and opening a club and doing the right thing and then he's stabbing niggas or busting people head open with free My weights. Type of nigga. <laughs> that was so graphic. Yes. I was oh, like, like and then it doesn't help that Charlie Murphy is actually dead, dead now. Right. So, I, so I, it really just stung me. Like I was I like this is a, like that was a powerful scene but it was very I know it, it, it I, I low-key was like I couldn't believe that they because everybody was like oh I thought he was dreaming because I actually was That's, like a, I thought when he was I, dreaming and no and I didn't I was like I thought that it was real time, and then I thought he was dreaming when they was freeing him yeah no I was like, like oh he about to wake up in I the just cold I just knew like and I think because I was watching it with like Four people, four of my friends that were like ahead at the same point. For some reason, I was watching with like four other people that were watching at the same exact time that I was wow. and getting everybody's like feed. And was like, wait, I'm not there. I'm not there. And then somebody's like, he's dreaming. I'm like, about what? And I'm like, no, he wasn't. And then like it comes out that he's not. It's just like that show just evokes so much energy from people. It does. It, I mean, like Daryl and I were talking about it this morning, like literally this oh, morning of just like, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm almost 
caught up. And I'm like, bitch, you caught up. Like, you you all the way there. <laughs> He's I, like... I spent the whole weekend. Yeah, he spent the entire... We were supposed to meet on Sunday, uh-huh. and I was like, no, you need to just, like, watch all just of Power and catch and watch. up. I watched two whole seasons. Two whole seasons. Like, he, had, he was still on season three or whatever it was. But whatever it was. But, like, I talked to my father about it this morning, so it is... But I also only think black people watch Power. I White so people Nah, they, they just not. not on the wave completely yet. At all. They definitely watch White it. people do not watch Power. They ain't even it's heard of it. It's also on Stars. White people don't really watch stuff. That's yeah. what I said. I said stars is yes. mad black. Yeah. Stars is super black. Stars is the yeah, it's the only premium cable that. network that Another has a black person. channel. Yeah. yeah, stars had stars had a black channel, but like, but I just can't see power get like going with these forthcoming seasons of J of just like. Tasha, get on my. Apparently, I'm like a woman hater. I don't like anybody on that fucking show besides the daughter, Raina. Tasha about to be fucking the lawyer besides the daughter, Raina. Real quick. Uh, Real fucking quick. Yo, she about to. And this is the thing. People are saying, I hope she don't do that shit. And I'm like, why not? The shit Ghost dump. Granted, y'all know Ghost is my big brother. But not my big brother. You know know what? Them two don't even look like they have any sort of chemistry whatsoever. First of all, he's corny AF. He is corny. He is corny. And you know Tasha Tasha don't fuck with corny nigga in her life after this traumatic ass experience with Ghost. Tasha is too busy. She if she really gonna fuck Ghost over, you I remember she called what's his name? Uh, Simon Stern. Yeah. So you know that's gonna be some other shit. She about to dick him twice tuition or something like that. But she got like you already making moves, money moves. Without letting your husband well, know. Well, hold on. This is my question. What the fuck? Remember when Tasha was running off with Sean? Where is and she was stashing money from the um, bank? Uh, yes. Where, where did that money is go? That money. I literally thought about that too. Where is the money that Tasha was stashing when she was running off with that little nigga? Like, and that was unbelievable. Because Tasha, like, first of all, she the type of bitch that you're you're gonna need someone that like. When I say knows a little bit more than you, that that's no shade to her, that's no dig, that's no nothing. That might be just women in general. Like you need somebody that's gonna like elevate you at the same time. Right. Yeah. So what the fuck was Sean doing for you besides paying you attention? Like good dick gets old. Right, but right. that's that's why like, she ultimately sure ended so up back with ghosts. Like she wasn't. Exactly, you think she would have really exactly. been on the other end of the country? As soon as that money Fuck ran no. out, she'd have been like, "Cause you were yeah, funding. You, you can't again. Back to our episode last week. Like coming down in lifestyle or whatever. Like I yeah, think it's very very hard for a woman to do. It is. So Tasha, you're not we coming judge down you from ghosts. Yeah, of our lives. You're like, not coming down from. You're not coming down from ghosts and doing all this. And you live in the penthouse in the city, and, and with dumbass motherfucking Tariq. Oh God, I hate him so much. And and then wait, going that to meme Sean. that's circulating around with him like paying, playing um, a disgruntled child and all of these different. Oh movies. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was in that disgruntled child. And the caption is can't nobody raise this nigga. Can't nobody raise this nigga. Can't nobody. Because I actually just saw Barbershop like on a flight. I don't remember where I was going. And then what else was he in? Oh, I, I was like, was he G in New York undercover? No, he wasn't. <laughs> Throw Terrible. That yeah, is like, such a TBT. That was such a TBT. And the I'm fact that I even... figure out where the baby is. The baby is where gone. Is the, baby? the grandmother has adopted the baby. The baby came. I didn't even think about the baby. Oh no, the baby came to jail, and that was it. The oh, baby yeah. came to jail. Y'all forgot about the baby. Oh yeah, she came to jail. She did. She came to the jail. Oh y'all forgot about Dre. Y'all forgot about the baby. Like, oh Dre's baby. Oh no, not Dre's. I just you know I just always say like Doctor Dre. Y'all, y'all, y'all forgot about Dre. The song. Yeah, like y'all forgot oh, about Dre. Yeah, it, no, no, I'm like no, no. I was like no, my joke went over your head. <laughs> Girl, fucked up. Was well, a character named Dre? So. Yeah, yeah it's a character like, named no. Dre. That's what I was thinking of his daughter. It's like, we've never seen his family life again. Speaking of Dre, like, I don't even understand how anyone trusts him. Like, you killed Shorty in Miami, and then you you playing Julio, who is my favorite person on the show. Yes. Um, Same. Julio is my favorite. I was like, Julio is kind of fine, though. Kind of. But the funny thing in person, um, I went to, I was at some festival um, with my friend and my sister, and we were like, and I, he saw us talking about him, and I never do that, but we were like low key geek, like, oh my God, does that happen? And he kind of was like feeling himself. So we all were like, <laughs> it, like immediately, like, ain't nobody checking for you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
And was like, let's go to the bar and get a drink. Like, Julio. And in person, Julio did not look like Julio from the show. Let's just oh, be for clear. real? But Julio um, is still my favorite person. And same. I think, but you know what? I think after like six drinks, because it was a festival, so you know you're there all day. And I think I, we did eventually be like, it was, oh my God, it was Panorama when, when Kanye, like when the whole Paris shit happened. And um, I think we were like, oh my God, we love um, Power. We love you. You love your episode. And like I said, he was feeling himself. So even more so, I was like, yeah. Like, um, pipe down, bro. I mean, pipe I don't down. think he ever, he never been to nothing else before, though. So Hold on. I watched the dumbest shit when I'm on the treadmill. He was on one of them Tyler Perry shows. And he Ooh. looked so young. Um Oh, uh, I don't know the one with the comedian and the black man and the fat that sounds lady. Sounds like every Tyler Perry. Yeah, everything. I know that's not how. I was like, <laughs> um, Meet the Browns. Thank you, Meet the Browns. Yeah, it was Meet the Browns. He was on that show. Really? And he was like dating someone, and I was like, Oh my god, that's Julio from Pat. This was last year. So, anywho, shout out to you, Julio, Dre, mm-hmm. everybody on motherfucker shout out to Power. <laughs> shout out to Power. Yeah. So, well, Power, what is your challenge? I'm like. That ain't no oh, segue, but whatever. Um, <laughs> challenge for the week. It took me a little minute to actually think about this because my schedule is so hectic. I feel like life is already extremely challenging, but I want to be as honest with myself as I am with everybody else. Like I'm a very transparent, see-through person. You ask me something, I'm going to tell you the God's honest truth. But a lot of times I end up having an internal conflict with myself because you know, if I pick up somebody's shift or I'm working a double or whatever, it's like, oh, you know, I'm just doing what I got to do to get by and this. And, you know, when I got to wake up extra early to go do stuff, it's like, no, it's fine. It's just for work. But the reality of it is it's a lot of hard fucking work. And I need to start thinking more like a boss because I'm no longer an employee. So that was like a hard truth that I had to find within myself that I, I, I'm not Superman. I can't do every single thing, but I try to every day. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying, you know. Uh, take more time to relax a little bit uh, and not become completely mentally broken down because you know us as black people, we don't really have anybody to talk to about mental health. Right. Yes, you do the overall show, right? Well. In your questions, <laughs> like, like bitches are certified. A <laughs> 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 yeah, couple, couple shots of whiskey kind of makes you certified. We all just trying to figure the fuck out. Right. <laughs> Cold but, uh, yeah, no, I'm just, um, I'm, you know, Living and trying to live a little bit more in my own truth and accepting my faults while still celebrating my accomplishments. And failures. And when I say celebrating your failures, just knowing that it's like you're gonna fuck up and it's okay. Like as long as you turn that fuck up into a positive and you flip it around, like it's okay. And I think, and the only way to like truly, truly learn from your, just to learn and grow in general is from your fuck ups. Like, you're not, you don't, you don't learn everything is cool and everything is copacetic. Like you learn when you fuck up and you mess up and, and shit doesn't go your way. And that's how you're like, okay, cool. Well, that didn't work. So what am I going to do to change this? So like just knowing that it's okay and you're going to figure it, you are going to figure it out. Listen, with a glass of whiskey, everything's okay. Not a glass of whiskey. <laughs> what kind of whiskey? Uh, depends. Do we want to talk Irish? Do we want to talk bourbon. American bourbons, rye? Child, I don't know what none Scotch, of that shit. You speaking Japanese uh, Espanoles to me when it comes right, to that. Well, the next time you guys are in Brooklyn at the Armory. Uh, and the other one, say it. Washington, Washington Commons. Commons. Washington Commons, the Armory. Yes, yeah, twerk aerobics. Brooklyn, these are the key. The, all of these are operative words that y'all need to take away from this episode. <laughs> right. So yeah, next time you, you can learn about there, your whiskeys. I will give you an education. Oh whiskey. my god, we should have whiskey at the twerk aerobics class to work off and oh. twerk off oh. and, and drink whiskey. That's heavy. That's heavy. <laughs> tequila. Okay. Tequila. Tt. I'm like, I'm like, and I was all like, is it? Because after I work, I'd be like, I ain't drinking a motherfucking thing. Right. Like, Maybe have some rose. Exactly. Rose, no, Rose, and I'd be Rose like, uh, no, you need to give me a um um one of them smart water. Got a new sparkling water. Like I need that. Like oh, that's I'm good the, too. I love that. Speaking of Daryl, your thighs, bitch. You are really in the gym. They look amazing. They really do. My God, I just having to like yes, looking like a zaddy. It sounds like <laughs> Tasha from Instagram. a whole snack. Bitch, you looking like a four course meal. Fuck right. a snack. A four course. But, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, sorry. Well, gee, what are you thankful in. for? Um, what is your challenge? I'm oh, my bad. My what, challenge. Are, what is your? I'm like challenge um, at the beginning of the show. Uh, my challenge is just to, you know what? 
I've been having issues with like really being heavily obsessed with like social media lately. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I need to challenge myself to detach a little bit. Like okay. on some more um run your own race type shit. Mm, you know, because I blinders. I really want us to, you know, grow and excel and be the best that we can be. And sometimes you get caught up in what other people are doing. And you forget that you just gotta run your own race. So, no so you did you watch? There's did you watch the Defiant ones? You have not. I watched half of the. First I was like, episode. you have not. I know. I we gotta, talked about it last week, and, and I told you I'm that gonna, Jimmy Iovine card. I'm gonna plug into it. I am. And he did. And he talks about. The, I, I'm saying it again. Um, the race horse and just having like blinders on and just being very focused on your race and like your lane and and it's hard. Listen, yeah, it's especially hard. the luxury that Jimmy and Oprah and those other successful people is that when they were coming up, they didn't have the distractions of of that competition. Yeah. So have and I, I, I'm using competition for lack of a better word at this point, but they they saw it they obviously experienced it but not to like the level and volume of which we experience it now yeah you know and so it just becomes really intense and when you constantly feed yourself that information then you you feed the seed of doubt and of all of these things that are you know an opposition for what it is that I need to be feeling to invite the success and um and the perseverance of just you anything, know, yeah. of, of anything, of anything. It's not even just career specific at this point. It's just like of life, you know. I so. was listening to um New America Part One, Erica Badu, and and like I can't remember what interlude, and it's like everything stems from two emotions, and yes, it's like love fear and fear. love, yeah, and or yeah, love and fear, and and everything basically comes from either of those. So like whatever you're operating on, whether it's just like anxiety, it's like that's fear. Or optimism, and it's like that's love, and it doesn't necessarily have to be those two words, but like yeah. it's all operating from those two things. So I've been very trying to be cognizant um, of those emotions, and like whenever I feel something, um, I'm just like, okay, wait, this is operating from fear, not love. Like, uh, right. and it's hard because like it is, you know, I'm I'm a very self doubt. Um, hating person and so as Fallon's looks staring at me she's giving me the side eye as I'm like she like reached I ain't seen her the whole goddamn show we've been recording for an hour for 25 seconds and in 55 minutes and she ain't never she, she peeking over here and but it is something that I'm actively working on so you know my challenge um is just to be more self-confident as yes. I was saying at Valley. And, and and to what I was saying again, like having those hard conversations about living in my truth mm-hmm. and like knowing that I know what the fuck I'm talking about and it may be a little bit slower to understand where I'm coming from, but I I inherently know what the fuck and I do know what the fuck I'm talking about. Y'all may not get it and you may not get it till I'm gone, but like I know what I'm talking about. And I'm not gonna let you let make me think I'm operating from this place of fear mm-hmm. and I'm operating from, from a place, place of, of just love, like man. Yeah, from a place of love of just like and this is my love truth. Love of oneself and love yeah, exactly. It's like it's the conversation I have to have tomorrow. Like I still ain't had it. It's like I have to do it tomorrow morning. But operating and and, not, and when I say confrontational, like confrontation also doesn't have to be this thing of like negativity and like and being very brash and yelling and screaming and 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 just like super duper negative it can literally come from a place of like this is where i'm at and you can be not the angry black woman and and have what what james's prosecutor was telling him he's like see angry black man yep like, yes oh my god you know it's like you have to be cognizant not, of that not james me we're talking about right those. we're talking about james yeah. patrick yeah. james i'm not, james, not currently james, being prosecuted james patrick <laughs> But James, low key, no, y'all. No, hold up, hold Patrick up. Ass so niggas. our James that we have on the show. Um, oh, you know I love a James St. Patrick ass nigga. I know you. Do. I have been told that I love James. Oh, that's no, my type. No honey. more James St. Patrick ass niggas for you. Shout out to the boy for that line. And I'm literally scratching my neck. Um, you low key, James. You look like Adam Silver, the prosecutor from. I think his name. I don't know if it's Adam Silver. I made up the first name. Um, but you look like Silver from. Um, from power a little a lighter bit. version yeah lighter version wait, you wait, do. Wait, 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 over. huh the prosecutor the one that's on the defense I'm, I'm team or, rather, or whatever the, um, the one that's proctor, on the defense the dude, team yeah. proctor brought one i don't want to look like him <laughs> yes you do 
a lightsaber version. Nah, child. Listen, all black people look alike. Thank no, you for nobody, coming. Nobody, first of all, nobody's watching the show, being like, "Yo, he's so fun." Yeah, like, I came to Harlem for this. Oh, right. He says that I come to you too. I could have stayed in Park Slope if I wanted to try to clown me. Listen, my everybody celebrity twins are wild, crazy. I've heard some crazy. I've heard everything from the chick from um. Uh, Dawn. Dawn is my friend. Pre-Dawn. Um, yeah, pre-Dawn knows Dawn, job. Um, yeah, I've heard I've looked like Dawn. Dawn and I actually have the exact same birthday. We're the exact same age, and she has family in Baltimore. So low-key, I think we are related somehow, some way. Um, I, someone told me I look like Vivica A. Fox, and I was like 19. <laughs> and I was like, nigga, what? So what, again, What club were you in? <laughs> Had a cat daddy hollering at you? I wasn't No that's the thing It wasn't even an older person Like it wasn't So shut up James You just mad Cause you look like Motherfucker Silva Don't be trying to deflect And shit Ladies I promise you Follow me on Instagram I look nothing like him We gonna do a poll And see Hey get playboy Get playboy Hey get playboy Get playboy My little dance First of all I licked the mic And the mic is like Wet as fuck So sorry My bad Alright So So You know how we like To end the show Yes I'm familiar Gigi is peeping It's okay We Again This is our first guest That has bought Libations (laughs) to the show And we thank you Our bladders Do not thank you Unfortunately Um and then to end the show, uh, we must let go of the life we have planned so as to accept the one that is waiting for us. So, again, everything that we were speaking to, per usual, it wraps up the show. Um, you know, you just have to live your life and live your truth and live, literally, live your truth and live your best life. And um, eventually, everything will fall into place and just live your life and live your truth. And mm. don't forget about twerk aerobics. Tuesday, a young kid playboy, young kid your, RSVP and your Oprah, your at the Oprah Rose Show at gmail.com. Let us know you coming. Uh, uh. We look, we can't wait to see you guys. We cannot wait. Seriously, the Oprah Rose Show at gmail.com. Hit us up or um, Instagram, the Oprah Rose Show, SoundCloud, the Oprah Rose Show iTunes, the Oprah Rose Show, if you want to attend. And hell, if you want to hit up Kid Playboy and tell him you want to come, <laughs> hit him up. Hit up Silver from the process, the light-skinned version of the... I was just about to say some real kind words. No, 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 say them. But, but for real, for real, if y'all want to attend, the class, like we said, the class is $15. It is, we were going to start at 7 p.m. Um, it's going to just be a lot of fun. So bring your girls, bring your guys, um, bring your puppies, or nah, just bring a, <laughs> just bring your good energy. Anybody with yes, good vibes and good feelings, vibes. bring your good energy. A young play, young kid playboy, young kid yes. playboy. Um, not young, but kid playboy. Yes, indeed. What you want to um, say? I brought a quote of my own. If that's allowed. oh my god, you oh, I love wow. a remix. Yeah, <laughs> um, we here for it. Passion is not friendly. It is arrogant, superbly contemptuous of all that is not itself. And as the very definition of passion implies the impulse to freedom, it has a mighty intimidating power. It contains a challenge. It contains unspeakable hope. James Baldwin. I swear to, I swear wow. to God, James, this morning when I was like trying to get everything together and I literally that typed so in, good. but I typed in James Baldwin quotes, but I think I was like at work and I was like doing something else and I'm just like. I forgot, and then I just went back, and I'm like, just googled inspirational quotes. But the first thing I typed in was James Baldwin quotes, like, "Oh my god, that was there, destiny there right energy. there." That is that that is again. Bring your good energy to Trigger aerobics. <laughs> but no, we we are huge fans of James Baldwin, and we just thank you so much for coming. Again, it thank takes you a so village. Much. Thank you. It takes ladies. a village. Uh, the names of your um, bars again, one more time. Washington Commons, located at 748 Washington Avenue between Park Place and Sterling, and also the Armory, located at 67 Fourth Avenue between Bergen and St. Mark's. Come through, holla at your boy, and also please, please, please keep listening to the Oprah Rose Show. This is very important. 
It's a very, very unique way of seeing the insight of two beautiful African-American women. And I think a lot more people should be getting up on this. So tell a friend to tell a friend. Support black business. Listen, <laughs> listen to black business. business. Support all black business. We thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. The pleasure was all mine. Oh, oh my God. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. Bye.